Okay. Welcome mm-hmm. back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast with your Sahar and Lucas. We're back. We have two W's on the board. We have a bunch of other crap um, that happened around the league. Um, we have refs not refing. We have other shit that's going on. Um, how are you doing, Lucas? Good. We're also coming into like the last like two weeks of school. So it's just been absolute chaos for me when it comes to like just doing school and getting assignments and shit done. So yeah. that's been fun. And I just realized five minutes ago uh, that I have an assignment due in three days. I, I, I turned into that student who doesn't even know. So that's nice. That's always nice when uh, when, when that happens. Um, oh, man. Um, you... I'm so happy you did it. You did this to me, but I'm so mad that you did this to it's, me. It's only like a 12, uh, 1300 to 1500 word essay. I'm not worried about the essay. I'm just worried that I found it out so late. <laughs> I'm okay. so screwed. Okay. Whatever. 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 I'll you figure can, it out. You, you can worry <laughs> about that tomorrow. Out. You can worry about that another time. Uh, mm-hmm. We have hockey to talk about. Leafs mm-hmm. get two W's. Um, overtime, two overtime wins. Which was, no, they're, they're overtime wins. They don't count. They don't count, yeah. Um, last night, uh, okay, so Leafs win against Ottawa, 3-2. Uh, the two goals that went in was Jack Campbell's fault completely, just just utter his fault. Uh, and then we win against Ottawa, uh, the Oilers yesterday. We complete a, a full, like a full hockey. Comeback. This is the most hockey comeback that ever happened. Up 3-1 is a terror. If you, you never want to be up 3-1 in a hockey game because you'll lose eventually or somehow mm-hmm. win um so they complete the full comeback uh win four three three straight. That, was probably, that was just um from a pure just hockey perspective like if you're just an unbiased fan what a great game to watch that was yesterday that was a great it was it was kind of dull for like the first period because no one was scoring goals they were having chances back and forth and just like mm-hmm. score wise nothing was really happening but then after that it just went just complete like um, just what you what you'd expect from yeah, these two it teams. Went full throttle after like the first period was over. Um, yeah. So Tavares Tavares's line is on fire. Playing well. Playing Jalchenyuk well. Is deserves good. to be on the second line. Yeah. After and, yesterday. Yeah. He he's playing well. William Nylander gets a goal. Tavares gets a goal. Engall gets like this weird bounce goal was, that went in. What was weirder, the the Eggball goal or the Matthews goal? The, like the Matthews thing was like, I was thinking to myself, like if he's going to get out of a slump, it's not going to be up with this amazing shot. It's going to be like this weird, like, I don't know, in the crease, like gets tipped or something like that. It's going to be like a dirty, weird goal. And that's what exactly what it was, which was hilarious. It was poetic justice. Cause throughout the game, he like hit the crossbar, got robbed at least twice on a one timer. Yeah. Uh, right after Nylander scored, he had a gorgeous chance to put Leafs up four, three and just, he couldn't get it. He couldn't get it over. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Mike Spitz path. So like, uh, man, it was poetic justice in a way that he was able to yeah. score a goal. He, in the he leads. Way. He leads the league in uh, most post hit, so that that's good, I guess. So he's think of, he's leading the NHL in goals at this moment, and leading the NHL in post hit. So he can have even has, more than see, at this point. Point he in has the season. eight post hits, and he has 22, 22 goals. So if he got all those, so posts, that, that could be, he'd 30, be at goals. thirty. Yeah. Yeah. But if crazy or butts crazy, crazy, thing, crazy, so. uh, Jack Campbell, butts, they're not. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he Jack Campbell saves. is six he and saves. 0. 
He is undefeated this season. So Crazy. that's good. Um, um, and then for Saturday Night Headlines, just talk, talk, talking about um, goaltending is Freddie uh, is going through some different evaluations from the NH. Uh, this is from headlines. Uh, not not too serious, and they aren't actively looking for a goaltender. So I think that's positive. The we it sounds like they don't know what it is. Which yeah, that's what I'm getting is that they they don't really well they don't really know. The, the, it sounds like it could just be like some sort of like a pulled groin thing where it was like they don't know what it is in a sense of like it just kind of seems like he's been wearing and tearing all season. Yeah, and you're, like you're gonna pull you're gonna pull some some strings. Yeah. It's like it, it, I'm kind of getting the sense of like, like they know that it's something's wrong, but they don't know exactly what's wrong, which yeah. is it's I don't know if that's a positive or a negative, but hopefully he gets back soon and he's healthy. Um, yeah, so the games were fun. The Ottawa game. It should not have been that close. Can um, I just say, like, why is it that every time we play the Senators, I expect them to lose? Because hockey is dumb. Because and... hockey is dumb. If we're going to talk about the Ottawa game, dude, like Ottawa should have won that game in overtime, but Austin Matthews came up with the flying knee yeah, and uh, broke up that three on one. I'm still, I'm still shocked that Thomas Shabbat passed that puck. Yeah. Uh, Pierre Dorian lost his, just lost it, tossed his drink, um, which oh was pretty God. funny. Um, was that a beer or, or a cup of coffee? Was I think it, a it was like a coffee. I think it was a, co- like a Starbucks, like, coffee drink or something like that like a cold drink it's what okay. another thing because someone said it was a beer and i'm like i don't think it was yeah i don't think it was either another thing in that game was officiating was so trash in that game the ottawa senators had six players on the ice for at least 15 seconds and it wasn't like a pe- like a penalty where uh like ottawa had a penalty it was just in the middle of a game no, they it wasn't. Six. It wasn't like it wasn't something along the lines of, like, oh, they were just, everyone was at the boards and they just happened to have six guys on. Yes. someone didn't get off qu- quickly enough. It wasn't. It wasn't something like that. It was literally they had six guys circling the zone in the in the defensive zone. Yes, at once. Yeah, which is just brutal. Like I don't understand how the refs just don't see it. Like, do they not know how to count to six? Like I don't. Like I don't understand how the, that that call isn't made. Yeah, it's just officiating has just been brutal. We're going to talk about officiating in a little bit. But yeah, that game has just officiating was brutal that game. What was funny about that game, the penalties ended up being three. Yep. Which which is basically every game is like that. Every game is tied. In officiating. Uh, well, we'll get to it, but I think the <laughs> we will we will get. To, I think the the what we could take out of these games is that the Leafs the Leafs in the Edmonton game. I think that was important of the fact of um, knowing how to play from behind, knowing how to overcome a, a deficit, uh, depending on on your key guys when it comes yeah. to getting uh, getting points or sorry getting goals. Yeah. Uh, and like when Tavares scored that goal, I was like, I think they're gonna do this. I think they're gonna do yeah. this. Can I say when that puck came out to Willie in the slot, I literally jumped up. I was like, if you don't nail this thing to the back of the net, and he obviously did. But because that's that's Nylander's bread and butter, that that kind yeah. of shot right there. Uh, William Nylander, there were a couple times in that game, and I'm like, what are you doing? 
like like meeting one, like so, like okay so they were in the offensive zone but like like uh like auto like they were really pushed back well like it was just william nylander sitting in front of the net and like the leafs didn't even have the puck and they were like battling for the puck and william nylander's just standing in front of the net like just just Is this the ottawa it. game or the edmonton game edmonton game last night okay and i'm like what are you doing and then there was also like the Ottawa game where like he ha- he could have shot on the power play and he just didn't shoot. He like passed. I'm it. noticing that way too much where they're they're in on a two on one and they're passing all the time or they have a wide open look and they're passing. Yeah. I'm like, dude, pull the trigger. You're right in the slot. Yeah, they I think should, that like... happens when like they haven't like they haven't scored in the power play for the last like they're 16 and 0 I think or 17 and 0 with on the power play. So I think that's probably why they're like they're just like they're trying to find that perfect thing just to break the power play open. But they're just—I think they're looking too hard. And but then on the other hand, I saw—I saw they had like, I saw they had like uh, five shots on their first power play. I'm like, yeah, how does not they, one of those go in? Yeah, last night that was like that. Yeah, that was wild. I don't like Mike Smith. Mike Smith is 2012 form somehow again. Uh, and we <laughs> we made fun of the Oilers for 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 signing him back, but I I guess I guess we've been wrong. But he well, if he you have to be the Leafs. He still hasn't beat the Leafs yet this season. Yeah, that's a good point. If you have, um, if like Mike Smith, if you sign him for long enough or like uh, enough like consecutive years, then you'll eventually be hit one good year of Mike Smith because that's Mike Smith for you at thirty nine or whatever. Yeah. How old he is? I don't. I don't. Uh, so, something like that. I think he's he's in his thirties. How's Koskinen been? Like I haven't been thing, but uh... how is their thing? Well, I mean, the Oilers have been good recently, so I, I assume that that he's been that he's been good. Um, uh, I don't really, I, I don't know. I, I also haven't been following or paying playing close attention. I remember he had to play ten games in a row because Mike Smith was injured, and they yeah. had Stuart Skinner, which we, which as we said before, was a made up name from Letterkenny. He has um, a nine oh three, in, in nineteen games. That's. Uh, not that's not great that's really he has great. a but losing then, record He's and then what is my and then what does mike smith have probably like a nine three seven it, it wouldn't surprise me if he has something just godly one second because he's been playing out he has of a nine line. 18 nine 18 okay and, and seven, how many 17 games? games and 17 games that's that's a good sample size and that's a good that's good enough yeah. for uh for like you could win, you can win playoff games with that you can yeah. win playoff games with that um yeah so, okay so that's so that. yeah leafs leafs played well in those two games four points yeah. first in the standings thank you calgary thank you laurent for swat for yeah. completely screwing over the jets last night yeah with those did you see those two brutal goals that he let in in the third period yep oh thank you so much brutal. Thank you so much, Winnipeg. Uh, or sorry, thank you, Calgary. Thank you, Lauren Braswat. And uh, uh, Leafs sole possession of first place in the division. Take that, everyone. With with one game in hand, and with one game in hand over the Jets. So that's good. So take that, everyone. Um, I just want to talk about like the standings, and I think this. I think we're done. Like we know who the. What four- do you mean by we're done? We're done, as in we know who the four teams are that are going to be in the playoffs. Uh, let me let know. me tell you why. Um, Canadians have thirty-seven points and played thirty-one games. The Flames have uh, thirty-five points and they've played thirty-six games. And Vancouver has thirty-five points in thirty-seven games. 
So the Canadians have five and six, are there five and six points up or games in hand above like the two bottom, like teams below them. So if like they could win like three games and they'll be up like, um, like six, eight points um, above the Flames and Canucks. So here's my, here's what I've been saying. I, I know the Canucks aren't going to do this because the, sadly the Canucks are going to think like if they go 500, they'll be like, wow, look how, look how we had a, we had a good end to the end of the season, but I'm sorry. Sell those, sell these guys, sell yeah. off some players. And I'm going to look at Calgary. Can I look at Calgary and say, Holy crap. You spent how much on Tanev uh, Markstrom and probably, I think there's someone else that they, that they spent money on Levo. And you spend uh, money on those three guys, and you even make the playoffs yeah. in a division that, in a, in a division that, let's be honest, is not as strong. Other other than Toronto, Winnipeg, they should have been better than the Oilers. They should have been better than the Oilers. They, I, coming into the season, I did not have a high as high hopes for them, but I, man, they they have not impressed me at all. And they spent so much money on they spent so much money on a goaltender. They spent so much money on a right-handed defenseman, and and Josh Josh Levo scored yesterday. He's been playing yeah. okay, but man, man, that like money, they lost that to the Senators out. twice in a row. Like they lost to like and did it's you see also the, like did you see uh what's his face Rasmus Anderson took the game puck away from the from the goal who got yeah. his first win yeah. That shows that, how that, was, that shows how mass how, not mass how how screwed up their mentality is. Yeah, like that. I think the lock like it does. Brad Trillivan get fired? Like that's that's my question. Is it, like because he's been here for a while. Like I think he's been seven years. Or Brad Trillivan has had like uh, he's had at least four coaches in his entire yeah. run with the with the Calgary Flames. Yeah, and I think it might be I think it might be five coaches going back to Bob Hartley. Yeah. Um, Here's another thing. Uh, looking at the Habs, the Habs, man, have they been absolutely screwed? Uh, they have 14 wins, eight regulation losses, and nine overtime shootout losses. How, how, man, that and that's I. That has really hurt them. I think. Yeah. But it's yeah. It's I don't know. It's. Yeah, I think I think we know the four teams that are going to be in the playoffs. I don't think Calgary or Vancouver like it would have to be a miracle. Like, and then uh, Canadians would just have to tank. Like, they'd have to lose the next like six games in hand for them for them to actually even out or somehow be like competitive. So, uh, like, I think we know the four teams. It might switch depending on who's like in what position, but I think we know the four mm-hmm. teams that are coming out of the Canadian division in the playoffs. Yeah, okay, so Brad Brad Chilling's had five coaches in uh Holy seven crap. years. Yeah. So does I, I think I'm Brad sorry. You gotta let that guy go. Him and Jim Benning. F- they gotta yeah. him and Jim Benning gotta go. Uh I don't know about I would want him fired, but I don't know if they're gonna fire. They sh- they should. They should what are, are the Canucks gonna win with Jim Benning? No. That's that's my point. The Canucks are not going to win with Jim Benning, whether because yeah. Jim Benning is the think think of the players that Jim Jim Benning lost. See, you he know lost, what the he lost Tanev, he lost Markstrom, he lost Toffoli, he lost Troy Stetcher. Yep, like and he might lose. Um, uh, God damn it! And he's gonna name. lose a 
and he's going to lose a bunch of players because the Canucks, the Canucks have to sign Quinn Hughes and Elias Patterson this offseason. And I have no idea how they're going to do that. I have no clue how they're going to find a way to, assi- to sign both of those players when they have Louis Erickson still on for two more years, along with um, uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Antoine Roussel and Jay Beagle. Um, you know what I think is going to happen? You know how Babcock um, won game five against Boston and that saved his, no. that saved his, um, that saved his career for like another six months or whatever. No, I think that's what happened with Jim Benning. They went to the second round, second or third round, second round, second. And that game is, seven, they were game, game away from the third round. Yeah. yeah. It's that is going to allow him to be here for another couple of years. Wow. No. <laughs> I, hockey. I think that's how hockey works. Cause hockey is just that dumb. That, to that's think, how it's going to work. To think that that was the reason that Babcock stayed was because of a, was because of a game. Was it because of game five? Yes. Was it because of game five? And then not, we not... proceeded to lose two games. We were, we had, a, we were up a game two times in the series and we proceeded to lose. And, and they just disregarded the fact that game six and seven, he was an absolute tire fire. Yep. Just and I think, and that's, what the, and that's what the Canucks are going to do. They're going to be like, well, Jim Benning did take us to the second round and not realizing that he, he has been the reason for all these boat anchor contracts. Uh, that's Jay exactly Beagle, what's going to happen. Louis Erickson, like, oh my God. Oh my. And goodness. it's also like, they can, like, I think like the Leafs like tra- like we're thinking that like, oh, the cap's going to go up. Okay, perfect. We'll be able to like, uh, like have space to sign sign like our players or whatever, and like the Canucks the major probably contracts, thought about that too. Major contracts are gonna think. I think um, he. I don't. I think he took. He thought that's gonna happen, where like those contracts become like kind of nothing contracts to the point where, uh, at the time of. Um, see, see, okay. The young they're, players coming up. They're gonna lose. So Brandon Sutter's a UFA. Jimmy Vc's in a UFA. Uh, Alex Edler's uh, gonna be gone as well. Uh, Jordy Ben uh, and Boyd, Travis Boyd, Travis Boyd, the legendary uh, Toronto uh, Maple Leaf. God damn it. Um, oh, I, so, and then Tanner Pearson is going to be, go- I want the Leafs to go and grab Tanner Pearson from the Canucks in a trade and, and a trade. He's injured Pier- though. Okay. Is he he's, injured or, or is he trade deadline injured? If you know, no, he's I mean. actually injured. He's going right. to start sk- skating within the next uh, week or so. Okay. Pearson returns to skating within the next week. Okay, but they're going to lose. Okay, yes, they have some money coming off the books, but they have to sign Thatcher Demko, Quinn Hughes, and uh, Elias Patterson. Yep, I think Vancouver's going to be shipping a lot of picks and uh, players to other teams that, like Ottawa. I think Ottawa is prime thing to take on. Ottawa's going to be boat. prime prime to take a boat anchor contract. Yeah, just so that they can hit like, the minimum of the cap. Um, like I'd I'd see Ottawa taking Louis Erickson, yeah, um, and just wow, yeah. wow, 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 not wow. good. And they still have to pay the the cap recapture penalty on Roberto Luongo. That's that's like isn't it four million, three million? Uh it's it's three, yeah, three, three, three million, three yeah, million. Okay, yeah, that's brutal. Okay, that's um, moving on to um. Oh, sorry. So one more thing. Uh, the quarantine has been cut to seven days. Um, uh, not Ben Simmons. Um, Wayne Simmons? No. What's the Simmons from the Toronto Sun? 
Oh, Steve Simmons. Yeah. Steve Simmons wrote an article. It was like titled like um, seven day quarantine bad for old, like old people. NHL seven day quarantine bad for old people. That's that's like there's no way that's real. It is. There's no way that's real. Here, let me let me think. Hold on. Share my uh, hold on. There's no way that's real. Government deal here. Government deal with NHL is wrong for Canadian seniors. What is he talking about? So you know the seven day quarantine instead of the fourteen. Okay. No, but they they made it only for NHL players, didn't they? Yes. He, what does he mean by Canadian seniors? It's because this Canadian seniors can get sick because NHL players for some reason hang out with seniors and then um and then yeah. It's yeah, I I what don't are you know. talking about they don't they don't I, hang out I, with seniors, they hang out with their own team. I don't know. And it's also like the seven day quarantine is if you do come back positive, you still have to do the two week quarantine. It's you you can you quarantine for seven days, even if you're like if even if you don't have the virus, you get tested every day. If you do have the virus, you're stuck in the thing for two weeks, which like it's it's and it's also none of these people are going to hang out with seniors. Like no one's going to senior homes just what like, you, um, spitting in yeah, everyone's mouths. Um, but yeah, that I saw that. I was just like, please tell me at, like, you didn't click news. on it. Did you click on it? Did you click on I, it? Please tell I, me. I, uh, I sadly clicked on it. Ah, oh, you you beat him. No, he beat you. He won. He won. Yeah. He won. No, you're no. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. That's the that's the thing. Everyone needs to know. If you click on an article, they win. If you're gonna if you share an article, they win. That's what you need to. Ah, uh, I'm I'm disappointed in you. I'm very disappointed. Yeah, I don't know. I just saw that and it was just funny and just dumb and like Steve Simmons just Dude, the seven Steve- day quarantine makes sense. Like it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's bad for senior citizens. What? <laughs> what? Um, another uh, thing I wanted to talk about is that uh, uh, John Tavares is actually playing well now. So Steve Simmons has no, no. one to write about. No. So here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I said this to you. Um, if uh, if the Leafs are gonna go out and get someone, and they like, if the Leafs get Phil Kessel just as a as a as an LOL, he had a hat trick. He had a hat trick yesterday. If the Leafs get Phil Kessel in this made-up scenario, fifty percent retain. I don't even care what we're giving up. Like the Leafs win the cup with Phil Kessel playing on a line with JT and Willie. Willie shows up in an IKEA, like an IKEA vest. John John Tavares shows up in a in, a, in like a friggin' cash, no, like in just his a pajamas. cash line. And his pajamas, yes, in his pajamas. And then and then Phil shows up with with a hot dog shirt, and they all eat hot dogs out yeah. of the cup. That's yeah, what's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. Oh, it'll be it'll be the best thing ever. It'll be great. Um, so moving on, uh, I have we've all been complaining about uh, referees and how the NHL refs are dumb. Uh, Tim Peel was let go or sent into early retirement uh, following comments between the Red Wings and the Nashville Predators. He wasn't fired because he still gets his pension and he still gets to ride into the sunset with his pension and just do nothing. Um, he just got let go and went on went into retirement uh, a month and a half earlier than he was like uh, supposed uh, to. than he was supposed to. So um, yeah, this, this, this exposed the NHL for being the shitty league that it is. Um, I think 
Okay, there's a there's a lot of angles we can approach this from. Um, but what is your initial thoughts about like what happened and so my initial thought is basically like wow, we were right all along. Yeah. Cause how many how many games do you watch before this happened? Before this we didn't we don't know this existed. How many games do you watch where you go, oh no, 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 no. I think we knew this existed, but no one said it out loud, like out loud, like no one from the league or players or like coaches, no one explicitly said that this actually happens. I think a lot of fans are like, oh yeah, this, this makes like, this is a thing that happens, but I think no one like has been on record to find like to know like previous players or whatever to say that like makeup calls exist. Except for now that this is coming out. Yeah. But how many games do you watch where you go, oh, there's the even up call. Oh, oh, there's there's another even up call, sloppy even up call. And, and you know, it's all the, you know, oh, you know, NHL has to have everything even, has to have everything fair, yada, yada, yada. And, and there was no proof of it until this very moment. Until yeah. this very moment where I don't, I don't know how the hell this thing got on air. Can we, can okay. we be honest? How the hell does this thing get on air? And whoever uh, gets on, whoever got this on air, one, you're amazing. Two, you deserve to be fired. No, he doesn't deserve to be fired because he was actually just doing his job. Why not? He was doing okay. So this is what happened. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about it. It's um, so they have audio technicians that test um, like the refs mics or like the people in the box, like to make sure all their mics work. And they test it during commercial break. And it, there was a delay or something happened where he was like, cause you plug in and mute and then unmute and stuff like that. So he like went like, like to hear the audio. So he turned it on and the broadcast wasn't at commercial break. Hey, that's what I mean is you should wait until there's until you're at commercial I, break. Yes. But this is something that happens regularly. Like this isn't like something that like, just like have it's something that happens regularly. First of all, second of all, um, it's 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 i think if like this kind of just exposed like the nh i I don't think that guy should get fired because this is his job he's checking for the mics to work so that everything works like it's not his job like his he's not getting fired for that like i don't think that's happening and it's also like why did he just just put it on at the very wrong time is that what is that really yeah Yeah. he was testing it he probably thought they went to commercial already he was just testing it and then, like, uh, uh, this was on the Steve Dangle podcast. Jesse, he's a producer, and he said that, like, this happens on a regular basis. Ex- like, you can sometimes hear the ref, like, after the thing, but this is just a case where the ref was talking about something that he shouldn't have been talking about and not, like, this This shouldn't be happening in the NHL. These refs should not be ever saying this kind of stuff. They, they should not. They, they should not. And then... I think the I think the the craziest thing was I listened to T- Kevin Bieksa on Tim and Friends the the next day, and he was talking about like you know if you just talk to the refs and you just kind of go up to them say hi how you doing just be nice just be nice to them they'll be nice to you and I'd like dump in pucks from like five feet before center ice and they and they'd be like hey Bieksa there you go good job good job no icing and I and I have, and I have teammates being like how did you get them to do that and I'm just like are you kidding me. That's all you have to do in the NHL. It's the it's the clear thing that we keep talking about in the NHL where, oh, as long as you're a nice guy, it's okay. You can yeah. do whatever you want. Yep. It's, all you have to be, do is be a nice guy? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And that that drove me nuts. That drove me nuts hearing that. Hearing that that as a fact of like, oh, 
Um, all you got to do is be a nice guy to the refs and yeah, they'll, they'll throw you a bone. They'll throw you a yep. bone. Ah, eh, Brad Marchand, you punched a guy in the back of the head, but you know, Brad, he's a nice guy. Smack, smack him on the, on the backside. Like, uh, yeah. oh, it's, it's not so, good. And it, it, it completely verified what we as NHL fans have said for years. And now we're talking about how they're grabbing mics, how they were grabbing their mic yep. in the leaf. So game. I want to talk about, it. so um, Steve Simmons, uh, oh, sorry. Wayne Simmons got tripped, like straight up, just got dropped. Um, mm-hmm. versus the Ottawa game and the ref was standing in the corner and then uh, Wayne Simmons goes at him and just starts curtain. I don't know if cursing, but like he was just uh, really pissed off. And then, so instead of having clarity and everyone being honest and just having, uh, not clarity, having, uh, like no, no, like, uh, this is great. This is great. This is really good. Really good. Really good. Yeah. I, I know what you I forgot like, the word. I, I know the word but, you're trying to use, but like, instead of, yeah. Clear communications or whatever. There you um, go. He's covering up the bike. Oh, transparent. That's what it was. Transparency. Um, being transparent about the thing. He's covering up his mic. And I that's not a good thing. I don't like that. That's happening. See, who cares? That's my thing. No, who cares? But you want the ref to be transparent. The NBA has within the last two minutes, if a ref makes a mistake, they'll make a report being like the NH- NBA will make a report being like, this is the mistake. This is the missed call. And they sometimes change scores between periods or even at, after the game to adjust for that mistake. And we need that. We need that transparency so that these refs but don't then, just the make NBA, up calls. And the NBA, it's different because like, oh, his foot was on the line or his foot wasn't on the line. You can go back. There's nothing like that in the NHL where it's like this this goal, you know, after, after a goal is scored, after the puck is dropped, it's a goal. I'm, you can't go back. You can't go back again and review and review no, the I'm thing. Not, I'm not talking. I, I'm just saying like, that's what they do in the NBA. I'm just saying that NHL needs that transparency to be, to call out these refs being like, you missed this major call. You missed this, you missed that so that they can get some kind of thing. So that the leap some kind of consistency, so that, please. Yeah. Some kind of cons- consistency. One thing I was listening to the podcast and they were talking about how do we want them to follow the rule book completely? No, we or, don't want them to rule, follow the rulebook completely. But just like, how about you don't call a penalty for no other reason than how about how about don't call a penalty for no other reason than um, oh we got to have it even. Yeah, it's it's the NHL in a nutshell. How many times do we talk about how the NHL like um, they always go halfway? Yeah, how even the Tim Peel suspension is a great example. How they kicked him out. Oh, but he's still gonna get his pension. Yeah, you know. Uh, the the offside rule that we talked about with Columbus, I can't even remember what the situation was, but it was like it was a goal, then it wasn't a goal, or something like that, or like it was a penalty, or was it a penalty, and they just kind of yeah. evened it out. Yeah, like it's the NHL in a nutshell. Everything has to be even. How about sometimes it's black or it's white? Uh, also, yeah, okay. So if we're talking about like evening and stuff like that, it's the NBA, the NHL. Okay, so I'm just gonna. There's gonna be a couple of things I'm gonna touch upon, but for betting. This is not good for NHL and betting. I don't think Steve said anyone... if I Steve said in that game if I had money on it I want it back. Yeah, and he's if, completely right. Yeah, it's if you're betting, no one's gonna bet on a sport where the refs interfere and make up calls. They're, and if if the NHL sees people are pulling out, they're gonna change it really quick because they will do anything for that money. <laughs> they'll do anything to make money yeah any, any kind of money 
Yeah. Like so, that's, that's how that's how it works. Is they're gonna yeah. do they would do anything to make money, and if that's how it, and if that's how the refing is gonna continue to go, it's not it's not working. It's not working. So I think a, a couple of things might happen. It's um, they might continue refereeing as it is until the end of the season. And then next season they come back, there might be some changes that no one speaks of, but everyone notices. Yeah, that, that might be, that might be what it is. Also, when I was listening to SDP, they talked about, they talked about an article that, um, that Greg, that Greg Wyshynski wrote where, and this was another reason why Tim Peel got fired, how he made the NHL look bad when he and Greg Wyshynski went out for beers. Tim got nice and drunk. Oh, and that was great. Spilling yeah. a bunch of tea about how the NHL, yeah. how the NHL moves. Yeah. And I'm sure the NHL was not a fan of that. And I'm sure yeah. that this was another reason of how they were not a fan of that. Yeah. So that's what there was. Pro- and there was probably a third strike in there that I just, that, that we just don't know about. So apparently there was, so, someone had a Twitter account. And they would call out every single time Tim Peel made a mistake. And they just post it on Twitter. This was like five or six years ago or something like that. And then every time he made a mistake, they would just make a thing and then post it on that Twitter, like a GIF or whatever. And then everyone would see it. And apparently it was a huge following. So that's, I, t- t- yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't remember that, but uh, okay. Uh, but I, I guess, I guess that, I guess his third strike is just the fact that he's a crappy ref. Yes. Like he's just, like he think, just misses stuff. And, and this, I think it's because uh, he's retiring. That's like the thing. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's it. Like that's, he's retiring at the end of the year. And then things. see my whole thing is how was he not, how was he not let go after that thing with Greg Wyshynski? Cause because like the NHL isn't a professional league and it stinks. And, uh, and this is like the NHL has to get their shit together. I was watching a video about how the MLS and ufc can be considered as like they're they're coming up so fast that like they'll be considered like the one of the top four sports in the in america soon so like the nhl has to get their shit together no the nhl is the nhl though it is a top four sport is not a top four sport yeah it's not we all know that it's not a top four sport yeah it might be if they decided to try but they're just they're just deciding not to try yeah, and then there was, and then the, the guy that they talked to, I can't remember his name. I think it was John John Vogel. I want to say was his name was. He they, they talked about an article he wrote years ago about ten NHL, years ago, ten years ago uh, about uh, NHL refereeing, and how uh, was it's Colin Campbell, Colin Campbell, I on think how so, yeah he he said something along the lines of of he didn't like how much Mark Savard was diving or something like that. Mark Mark Savard being yeah. a diver. I don't know if I don't know the age bracket of this show. I don't know who listens. I don't know. I don't even know if you know this exists. If you want to see how to end a career, you watch what happened to Mark Savard. And if you want to call that a dive, then you do not deserve to watch this sport. That article, yeah, it's yeah. I, do you I, know I, what happened? To, do you know what happened to Mark Savard? No, but okay. Then he could just get home. clobbered. No. Including you, you are going to watch this right now. You're going to watch what happened to Mark Savard. Just look up Mark Savard hit. That's all you're going to see. And you're going to see what happens when a career gets shortened. This guy this guy was a force to be reckoned with, one of the best playmakers. He made Phil Kessel a 40-goal score, and then just, boom, it was done. Out of, out of, the, out of, his, uh, out of the NHL. And one, and one foul swoop because of, a, because of one of the dirtiest hits I have ever seen in the, in the last decade. And That's Colin cool. Campbell said this guy was a diver. 
Oh, oh, I, oh, I was. I wanted to throw up after after hearing that. I, I yeah, that was wanted... such a dirty hit. That's disgusting. You just saw it, okay? Yeah. And the guy disgusting. and Matt Cook, the guy who hit him, was one of the most predatory players in the in the NHL who did nothing but wanted to hurt, wanted to hurt people. And it was um, it was so sad to see someone like him like him get injured. Talking about that article, it's also in that article they talk. Uh, he was talking like the reporter talked about how like a referee complaint complaint or uh, yeah a ref was complaining that his son was getting unfair calls and no, it I was think... colin campbell colin campbell was talking about that because his son gregory campbell was playing oh, for the yeah Bruins. yeah yeah so and, and again i'm like well boo-hoo he's playing hockey no that's on no that's not a thing that's there that i think there's a problem of uh, uh there's a favoritism maybe no not favoritism it's a conflict of interest bud uh, it's called conflict of interest. How is that any different than my dad coming down from coming down from the stands and yelling at a referee, being like, "My son didn't trip that player," or his, yeah. their son dived. Shut yeah. your face. Yeah, it's. I like. I don't even know what like the NH. I don't think. I don't really think the NHL is going to do anything crazy. They're just going to keep going and hopefully everyone forgets about this within the next like. Right, we'll just uh, we'll, we'll stay the course. We'll we'll keep this we'll keep this matter yeah. let's keep this matter internally and then see what happens yeah. from there. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's disappointing. It's no, it's actually kind of assuring that we found out and everyone kind of knew this happens. Um, I think they're going to lose a lot when it comes to betting. I don't, I think if they, if they don't fix this betting is not going to be a thing. It's also the NHL wants to keep all the teams even. That's why we have a terrible score system. Um, that's why we have these even up calls. It's because they want to make the mean, bad. What teams... do you mean score system? Like the point system? Yeah, the point system. It's because of the point system. Everyone is kind of in the mix. If you think so, about so then it, what do you think the point system should be? Um, w- wins and losses. That's it. Oh, like in the NBA, like when, like, like yeah, winning, that's it. Win percentage. Okay. Yeah, because that that points just per- makes points it... percentage. Excuse me. Points yeah, points percentage. percentage. That just makes the most sense because then if you have that, then the best teams will be the best teams and the worst teams are going to be the worst teams. Then the Leafs, then the Leafs would be like, they'd probably be where they are, but like there are probably teams that are going to be, that are like, like if the, if the NHL did points percentage right now, uh, cause, um, cause you can do it by points percentage, uh, just on like NHL.com, but it doesn't actually mean anything. Um, and it's 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 it, it's crazy to think that they don't do points percentage because every other team or every other league uh, does it. You know why? It's because then the that gives dumb. yeah, it's it evens out all like the good like slightly better and really like slightly bad teams like all the mediocre teams. It makes everyone actually like there's more people that are fighting for playoff spots if they have this point system instead of winning percentage. So if we did this by points percent by points percentage uh, in the central division, the central division would probably would uh, actually no. Uh, so and so if we did it by points percentage. Carolina would be top in the top in the central division and then Tampa, Florida, Chicago, Nashville would bump up uh, from uh, actually. Sorry. No, Nashville would stay the same at five. Uh, Dallas would bump up from seven to six. Columbus would be seven, and then Detroit would be eighth. Uh, the East Division would stay the same because Buffalo is a piece of doo doo trash. And then uh, Honda, Honda, what the Honda West would stay the same, and then the North. Actually, so it actually wouldn't change much. Damn it! I tried to make a point that didn't work. Well, we tried to make a point that didn't work, but like 
I still think that points percentage might be the best way to go. It really yes. might be. Yes, because it just makes everything simpler. And I think if you if you're taking it across like the entire league or like the uh, the two di- conferences, I think it would change a lot. Mm-hmm. Because then the best teams would actually be able to be the best teams, and like the worst teams would not make the playoffs, and they wouldn't wouldn't even be in the hunt for the playoffs. Uh, but like now. Like of the 32 teams or 31 teams, I think like maybe 25 are in the playoff hunt mm-hmm. rather than like realistically, there'd be like, so, maybe. so here's, 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 here's a good example. So we talked about Montreal and Calgary, how they have this big window between them. So Montreal and Calgary only have two points separating them. However, Montreal in points percentage has a 0.597 and Calgary has a 0.486. Sorry. One more time. So. Uh, Montreal in fourth place in the North Division, Calgary in fifth. Montreal has th- played 31 games, Calgary's played 36. And Montreal has 37 points, Calgary has 35. But if you go to points percentage, Montreal has a 0.597 in per- points percentage, and Calgary has a 0.486 in points percentage. That's over, that's like over a full, that's, that's, that's a full that's number. That's a, a full tenth. hundred. Yeah. That's a tenth. tenth. Yeah, that's a tenth. So yeah, and, if we're if if we go with points percentage, like the top five teams would be Carolina, Tampa Bay, Washington, Vegas, and Colorado. Then New York, Toronto. Sorry, Washington, Vegas, Colorado, New York, Toronto, Islanders. Florida, Minnesota, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Boston isn't like the top ten. That's great. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with Boston. Like, uh, okay, because we're going back to they're only they're three points up on a on a spot. They do have they they do have three games in hand over the over the Flyers, but like they're they they barely showed a win over the Sabers uh, yeah. yesterday. Um, I just want to can I say up this? Whole... Can I say this? If anyone says that Joe Bowen is a homer, watch a Bruins game. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. Um, sorry. One more thing. I just want to cap off the whole refereeing thing. Is the refs refs stink. In the NHL, um, there were just a couple of calls last night. There, there were barely any like power plays or anything last night. And uh, it was 2-1 for the Leafs. Yeah, 2-1 for the Leafs. And there were a couple like uh, just egregious calls. The Ottawa game, there's a couple of things for both teams that like, I'm like, how do is that not a penalty? Um, so I don't know what happens from here. Hopefully it improves because see, I'm but, tired see, but of the this. Thing is, see, but the, thing, but the thing is, but as, as a fan you're always going to hate the ref. Like, that's just what happens. But no, it almost seems like this, like, like, but it almost seems like this is, this is even worse than just like, oh, but you know, refs. No, suck. this, this isn't like me hating on the refs. I just want the refs to do their job and just have consistency. Do it fairly. And do it fairly. Because there are some teams like, let's say the Sharks, they're going to have less, they're going to have more power, uh, penalty. They're going to get more penalties because they're a slower and bigger team versus like Columbus or like Toronto, who is more skilled and like, and have more skills and more speed. And just make that reflect how many penalties they get. In the last like 20, I think, games, there's only been like five games that have a bigger difference than one or like a tie, which is like, that shouldn't be happening. We have better teams. We have a lot more shittier teams than we have good teams. So that should not be happening. It should be more. I really think we have more shittier teams in the NHL than good teams. Maybe we have more good. Te- no, I think we have more Hold good on. teams. Hold. Okay. Well, 
we can we can go. Okay, so Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, that's a good team. Hurricanes, that's a good team. Florida is a team where I go, where I go, I don't know. Is, is Florida they're a good, a good team? team? This okay. year they're a good team. Yeah. Blackhawks, another I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Predators are I don't I don't know either. No. Blue Jackets and Blue Jackets are an I don't know too. Like imagine the Blue Jackets spent all that on Patrick Line and they're not even going to make the playoffs. Yeah, and he hasn't. How I wild. think he scored like four goals. I think that's it. And How wild just, is that? And and then the Stars yeah. suck and the Red Wings suck. Yeah. Uh, Capitals, good team. Islanders, good team. Like uh, Penguins. Penguins are a good team. Uh, Bruins are a good team. That's six good teams. Flyers. Flyers are good. The Rangers. Are uh, I don't know about the Flyers. Uh, like last couple of games, they've just been getting destroyed. Uh, okay. Okay. Rangers have been coming on. I wouldn't call them good yet. And then the Devils and Sabers. The the less we talk about them, the better. Uh, so I'm 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 at six good teams. Uh, Golden Knights. That's a good team. Avalanche. That's a good team. The Minnesota Wild. Out of nowhere. I don't know what happened. Probably their their division, but they're they're above the Blues right now. Yeah. So uh, the Wild. The Wild. I'll give them a good team. And then the Blues. I'll give them good as well. That's ten. Uh, Coyotes are a man. Kings are a man. Sharks and Ducks are bad. Leafs, that's a good team. Jets, are a really good team. Oilers, Oilers are good. Are the Habs considered good? No. Okay, no. And then Flames, Canucks. I so I came up with thirteen good teams, and there's thirty, and there's thirty-one teams. You know what? Yeah. You were right. You're right. You're you know right. what I was thinking? Like this is like completely just a side note. Will there ever be a time where every single team is good? No, it's it's. It's not. It's it's not sustainable. It's really not sustainable for like. But like that would just be absolute chaos. Like if if the fun. playoffs are cool. determined by like one point because every single team is so good, that'd be fun. Like that'd, that be, would, that'd yeah. be cool. I just I couldn't see it happening with like how tanking in the NHL works. Yeah. Um, okay. So here are just a couple of things. The Sabers stink. Uh, they have a 17 game losing streak. Uh, Dude, they're one history being made. Yeah, they're one game away from tying the 2003-2004 Pittsburgh Penguins with 18. Uh, that shows uh, consecutive how bad. Games. That shows how bad the Sabers were. They Whatever, have not won. Penguins were before Crosby. Yeah, uh, they have not won a game since February 23rd. So over a month ago. Um, the <laughs> longest so winless. I'm so sorry. I'm so the sorry. longest. The longest winless streak, which is like uh, this is back in the day when like they had ties and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 so yeah. the longest winless streak is 30 games with the Winnipeg Jets from 1980 to 81. So I don't know if they're going to come up to 30 games, but if they do, they're breaking history. Um, Eric Stahl gets traded to Montreal for two picks. That's a good pickup. That's a really good pickup. Yeah. And I think and I think the Sabres got some good value because I know that they were missing. Yeah. I know they were missing uh, draft picks. Yeah. Because I think because Jason Botterill like gave away, g- gave away those picks and they ended up, and the, the guys that gave away turned out to be for Jimmy VC and, and Wayne Simmons, who are both, yeah, who Wayne both Simmons, yeah. being Leafs. Yeah. yeah. So both, so that, so the Simmons pick that they, that they gave away, they, they recouped with the, with the Habs pick. And then the VC pick that they gave away, they also got with the Habs pick too. What was the Habs picks? I think it was like a second and a fifth. Uh, third and a fifth. Third and a fifth. Okay. So yeah, now they have, now they have picks. Now they have eight picks in the draft. Good. They need as many darts as they can. Uh, for and, the, and to try to I, I keep saying this. I keep saying this in a draft like this, where you don't know what the hell is going to happen because of uh, COVID and stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
get as many of those third, fourth, fifth round picks as you can, because those yeah. are actually very, very important. Um, so then moving on to Saturday night headlines, if you want to like, uh, like just um, talk about something, just let me know. Uh, Montreal signs uh, Cole Caulfield. He was playing in university. So if he, he finishes university uh, career, signed a three-year I don't care. entry level. I don't care about the Habs. Um, he, his first, this is like a, this is a, like a, like a first, I think, or like this weird kind of thing is he has no bonuses for his first year because Montreal is so against the cap. So that like, he just signed bare minimum and no bonuses. Uh, Pearson is, we were talking about this, but he's returning to skating within the next week or so. So that's good for Vancouver. Mm -hmm. Maybe they ship him off. Uh, Carolina asked about Travis Hamannick. But that was a weird one. That was weird for me because I see that the I see I saw that they're trying to like uh I saw they were trying to go for a defenseman and like Travis Hamannick of all people. Like, yeah, of all people was... you want Travis Hamannick, really? Yeah, and that and that, also... to me, that to me was a weird one. Yeah, and Travis Hamannick doesn't really want to go to an East team, he wants to stay on the West Coast just because I think mm-hmm. his family's there and he's just from the West Coast and I think he wants to stay there. So that's why. We'll see how that's that why goes. the trade to Calgary when he trade when he was traded from the Islanders to Calgary. It uh, that's that's that was a big reason that he he liked it because he was yeah. from the West Coast. I just I I think because because if we're talking about defensive cores, I think Carolina up there when it comes to like top five yeah. D cores. Would you Would you say? Yeah, I think so, the Predators had a top four like a, a the amazing. Predators had the greatest D, one of the greatest D cores I've ever seen in, yeah. in a while. They yeah. got rid. They got rid of Ryan Suter and Shea Weber, and somehow got better. Yeah. Like they had, they had Yossi Subban, Akholm, and Ryan Ellis. Yeah, crazy, crazy good. Um, yeah. So like that. I don't know who who else is a good defense. Not, not the Islanders. The Islanders are kind of just good all around defensively. Uh, uh, they don't. They don't have a good decor. They're just a good defensive team. Yeah. Um. You know. You know what's a good way to find it out? Hold on. Um. Least goals allowed in NHL. <laughs> this will probably. This I, will I have that. Uh, what do you mean? Goal differential. Oh, okay. Hold on. Um, uh, Tampa is leading with plus 41. It's Tampa, Colorado, Vegas, uh, Carolina, a, and Toronto. Tampa's got a, yeah, Tampa's got a good decor. And then it's the uh, Islanders, Pittsburgh. Washington, Edmonton. See, people thought that Washington was going to fall off a cliff this year, and they're right back in at top of the, that division. They're still, they're not going away. Here's, here's an underrated storyline. Alex Ovechkin's a UFA at the end of this year. He's going to stay in Washington. He's not going anywhere. I know, Washington. but like, what's that new contract going to look like? Because how old is he? Thirty-four. Yeah. How much does he make now? Nine point five. I think it's going to be like a three-year, six million dollar contract. Yeah, probably probably something along those lines. But I think I don't think he's getting nine. First of all, second of all, like I don't think he's he, like he might ask for it. But like the Capitals are gonna be like, can you take a cut and then we'll be able to bring in some either young guys or just someone to help us win now. Yeah, he's he's thirty five, makes nine point five, um, and it's gonna be a UFA. Yo, if if Alex Ovechkin like, it would be so it would be so because you know Alex Ovechkin is like the baller of the NHL. He really is. Yeah, like he's. Great. Like he's the coolest guy in the world. It wouldn't surprise me if he just if he was just like you know what screw this I'm gonna go if someone's gonna offer me seven million bucks I'll go play and you know whatever. No, I don't, I don't think he's gonna do that. No, imagine the think. penguins. That 
that oh, would that'd be, be so funny. That'd that be so be funny. Brutal. That would be so bad. Um, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's going to stay with so Washington, and I think he's going to try. He's going to play as long as he can to try to beat Gretzky's goal scoring record. Oh, he's got it. He's got to do it. He's got to do it. It's I, okay. If, if so there's one person in the NHL who could do it. It's going to be him. Yeah, I want either like these two scenarios happen to either beat him or he's off by like a hundred or like 50. Oh, uh, just, that, would break, that would break my heart if he was, I if just, he was like, off by 50. But like my thing is like I don't want him to be like off by like 10 or like 15. Like yeah. that would really piss me off. It either has to be like more than 50 or he has to get go over him. I think he said before like like if I break the record, I'm literally retiring. And I'll be like, good. Yeah. What, what else? Yeah, yeah. What else is Alex Ovechkin have to prove? He, has he finally a won his cup. He finally won his cup. He won a con smite to go with it. He and has, just like, yeah. He has a bunch of goal scoring titles. Okay. Rocket Richards. He has a bunch yeah. of those because he's just I think disgusting. if anything, I think if anything, he'd want uh, an, an Olympic gold medal. I think if there was one one last thing he'd want. Yeah, but like that's not really up to him. Like he can't control that. Like it's, it's he can't really do that. Uh, depending on like if the NHL even goes to um beijing or wherever like depending on how mm-hmm. that whole political thing's going on so who knows like if they even have the olympics in uh beijing so we'll see because are the is russia again being like the the olympic athletes from russia are they apparently not like uh, i don't not know gonna... i don't know how that's okay. like looking or whatever but it's also like he can literally just if, if he wants the thing go like go to russia he can literally just be a fourth lot fourth liner that goes on the power play and just like just sits that's... in the corner oh and just what a drop baller he does yeah um so that's with travis hamnick uh the buffalo is looking to trade taylor hall apparently the blues might be in on that because they have goal scoring has like draw like uh dried out there so i don't know about that because i just i just looked at the standings and the minnesota wild are ahead of them yeah. Like the wild are the wild are third and the blues are fourth. I think if you're going to want to get some goal scoring, like I feel like that'd be a that'd be a good um that, that'd definitely be a good ad for the blues. And I've said this before, don't see a reason for him to be on the Leafs. Yeah, I, I don't want him on the Leafs. It was kind of funny to like just think about like him being on the Leafs, but like I'm good. I, I don't want him. But and think of it, what can he do that we haven't seen Alex Galchenyuk do? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing I think the first thing is score. Galchenyuk hasn't scored a goal yet, but like, yeah, dude, but like that kid, that kid at the post yesterday on a beautiful one timer. But it's also like you're on the line with uh, Nylander and uh, and Tavares. Like we don't really need a goal scorer on that line. We just need someone to like like just set it up. And like, he's been setting up that drop thing where he did uh, with he literally he gave to between Tavares the legs was between disgusting. the legs. Had no idea that he saw. So him. nice. Had no idea. Yeah. I, I don't even know how he even saw him in his peripheral vision. Yeah. So, so, so good to see that. It's, it's, we might have got our second line guy with that trade. I don't know. I think we should add like a, a third line and that I'm, can play second line, third line I'm center. I'm too afraid to make, I'm too afraid to make it, to make a trade. I'm too afraid to send Kerfoot away in a trade that doesn't give us a third line center. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it's, if, if we're like, if, like, I think we got Galchenyuk. I think he's good. I think if he continues playing the way he's playing, he can stay on the second line. I think we need to trade. If we're trading, we need to play someone. Uh, we need to get someone that can play third line center and kill uh, and do penalty kill. 
The penalty kill has been a lot better too, which is like good. Very, very thank thank God because it was it was going bad for a yeah, long time good. for during that stretch where the Leafs couldn't do anything right. It was it was not looking good. Yeah. Was not looking good. The power play had a lot of chances, so hopefully that bounces back. But man, they got, um, I, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know what they're doing wrong in the power play. I really don't. It's not. They're not doing anything wrong. It's just it's not going in, and I think eventually that's going to have to change. Something something that I that I need the Leafs to do more. I think they they need to win a lot more faceoffs. I'm just noticing that they haven't been uh, they haven't been winning many faceoffs. Yeah. Uh, at, at, they haven't been winning many faceoffs at key times in, uh, at key times in games. On the penalty Meaning, uh, on the power play. On the power play and even on the penalty kill to start. So what the Leafs will do is they'll put Jason Spezza to start the penalty kill just to win a faceoff and get the puck out of the zone. Yeah. What they were doing was they kept losing faceoffs and Jason Spezza, a someone who doesn't normally kill penalties, just kind of like, what do I do? And he is great. He's fantastic, but he is old. He is old. Yes. Yes. Just old. Like, and so that's, that was my, that was my little, that's my little criticism is I think that at key points, they need to, in, in whatever zone they're in, whether offensive zone or in the neutral zone, they're usually pretty good at sustaining and kind of, you know, weathering the storm. But in the offensive zone, it seems like they're not they're not winning the face off the first face off on the power play to get yeah. set up, and then once they don't get set up, they're kind of screwed. And then in the defensive zone on the penalty kill, when they're not winning the face off, they're getting set up, and then all their players are like, "What do I do?" Yeah, and it's that's, also that's like if, kind of, if you don't win that, the uh, the face off in like the, on the power play, you lose like thirty seconds just automatically because they have the puck and then they shoot it down and then you have to reset. So like that's a, a lot of waste of time. Um, so I want to talk to do this uh, about overtime, but I don't know if we get to that or if it's even like I have enough to do overtime. Um, so for the WNHL, uh, they had their like uh, they they restarted, they came back, they had the Isabel. Oh, no. Sorry, sorry, NWHL. Oh, my bad. NWHL, my okay. bad. Uh, National Women's Hockey League. I thought it was a uh, Women's National Hockey League, but that's fine. Same thing. Uh, same same but different. Um, so they had their uh, Isabel Cup. Um, there was four teams, and then they just had a knockout round. Yeah, it wasn't a series. Yeah, it was they, just a knockout they round. No, nah, there wasn't a series, sadly. Toronto um, 6 got destroyed, sadly, by the Boston Pride, I saw. Yeah, and then the Boston Pride went on to win the finals against Minnesota Whitecaps, I think, um, 4-3. And then, so the Boston Pride win the 2021 Isabel Cup. So, uh, did you watch that or no? Uh, it was in the middle of the Leafs game. I unfortunately did not. But I, I, in seeing highlights, like the hockey's amazing. It's really, it's really cool to see it. Uh, just watching, just watching. I like watching hockey, and I think the hockey looks, the hockey looks really good. It's, it was really good to watch. Yeah. Um. So it's it, interesting to see how like the WNHL or. NWHL um, comes back, and um, I don't know if they're going to be expanding. I don't know what's going to be happening. Um, I heard I that they're expanding to Montreal, which is going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see because it's also like the NHL. A lot of NHL teams are starting to connect with uh, PWHPA, mm-hmm. and that could like turn into them starting their own league. So depending on how that goes. Um, we could see two women's leagues, which of, one of them is going to have to like either fold or they'll just combine. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how that goes. And women's hockey 
hopefully has a future here in Canada and in the United States. Uh, couldn't said it better myself. Very excited. Very uh, looking forward to seeing it. Do you have anything else? Uh, I had uh, I had that, and Phil Kessel had a hat trick. That's it. That's all I had for over. Hey, my, my boy, my boy. All right, last thing, last thing, and I'm thank God I remembered that you talked about starting your own league. Whoever decided to reboot the Mighty Ducks, I hate you forever. I hate you so much. Oh, you the suck. TV show. I do. I hate you. you Money, suck. bud. I don't Disney care. Plus and money, it's, bud. Oh, it's so cheesy. It's Did so, you watch uh, it? I watched the first episode and I went, you're, oh. and I went, this is terrible. This is absolutely terrible. Yeah. See, have you, have you seen the Mighty Ducks? Uh, I've seen the first one, I think. Okay. Okay. But so, that's it. The whole point of the Mighty Ducks was that the Mighty Ducks the were the main, v. was the flying V or sorry, the fly, the flying V. No, the whole point of the Mighty Ducks was that the Ducks were the main character or the main team that we cheer for. They turned the Ducks into the assholes that we're supposed to cheer against. And they have this new team that we're supposed to cheer for. Yet they're going to call the show the Mighty Ducks. We're not supposed to cheer for the Ducks. Really? Yes. I, I, I thought the, like the trailer was like, um, they're going to bring back the Mighty Ducks. No, the trailer. No, how, how it is is like. Uh, since the 90s, the Ducks have been like the premier organization in the Minnesota, or sorry, Minneapolis, uh, you know, Pee Wee Hockey League. Yeah. They're coached by uh, Riley from Letterkenny. Um, and that's great. Uh, yeah, he's he's a great he's a great actor. Uh, but but the you know the Ducks have become like the premier organization. Everyone wants to be at the Ducks, and and like the Ducks are now the assholes. The Ducks are now the Hawks from the first from the first movie, where like. Uh, they're the team that they're the team that everyone wants to be on. They're the team that can't be that can't be beat, and the Ducks are the Ducks team. And now we have this team we're supposed to cheer for, but you were just like you are like. I mean, I guess we're, we. I don't know anything about you. I don't know anything about these characters. I'm sure we will get to know something about these characters, but I'm just like, why would you call your show the Mighty Ducks if we're not going to cheer for the Mighty Ducks? And friggin' Emilio Estevez is back in the sh- is back in the show. He looks like he's eaten a burger a day since 1997, and he looks like he's just this disgruntled old man that lives in his that lives in the ice barn. And it's and how how it starts off is like I hate hockey and I hate kids. It's the exact same way he was in the first Mighty Ducks movie. So they literally just decided to to do it all over again. So okay. Stupid. So first of all, this is bringing Hawk, uh, the, the whole Mighty Ducks thing to a new generation. So I don't understand why just they would the make first, the Mighty Ducks. Just watch Ducks. the first one. Just how about you? This is what you do. You don't watch the one that's coming out and you instead you type in Mighty, you type in Mighty Ducks and watch the first Mighty Ducks from the 90s. That's what you do. Okay. How about this? I'll watch like the first episode. I'll rewatch the first movie and then I'll rewatch the first episode or I'll watch the first episode and then we can talk about this next week or whenever our next podcast is. Oh my God. It's on Disney plus if you don't have it, which is, Oh, I'm so, I was so mad. I was so mad. It's also like, like, I don't know. I I don't think I have that big of a problem with the mighty ducks and what they're doing with their, um, with the whole franchise over there. Uh, like, I, I don't think, like... See, no, it's, it's not that I have a problem with it. It's just, like, it was so perfect the way it was. Why do you got to make it? What do you, like, I know money and everything, but, like, 
you why is it that you have to bring that back from the dead i don't i don't know like i don't there was no reason there was no reason to bring that show back that that that, those beloved movies back from the dead and oh man it's if it's for disney plus then it's all about money that's all that's all it's really about um like I, i think the first episode definitely intrigued me. There were some storylines that I liked. However, I was also just like, but but you're just copying everything. You're just doing it all over again. What did you expect? Like, see, but, but I I I have loved I like reboots. I, there there are reboots I have liked. Cobra Kai is one of my favorite shows to watch. It's one of my favorite shows to watch because they just because Cobra Kai, the actual dojo in this universe, died. It was dead and it didn't exist. And then Johnny came back and re and reimbursed it made it what it is yeah, and now we it. cheer and now we cheer for cobra kai it would have been so much better if they followed that formula of the ducks have been dead for years you know we haven't seen them since the 90s and then you know the, and then this kid gets cut and they bring back the ducks the ducks with gordon bombay and it's all great again and then we cheer for the ducks but we're not cheering for the ducks <laughs> yeah that's one thing i don't understand but We'll see. I'll watch the uh, movie and then the show, and then I'll get back to you and see if it's really as bad as you say it is. Okay, I think that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, all, all wherever you get your podcasts. Um, recommend this to a friend because that would be great if you're listening this far into the episode. And uh, see you guys next week.